0: I love rituals, and one of my favorite back to school rituals for me as a teacher is to attend the fall faculty workshop our university offers the week before classes begin. There's something about gathering together with my colleagues and doing some work to improve as a teacher that just makes me happy. (laughs) And so this year, our speaker was Thomas Tobin, and he does research on how we use technology in the classroom which is basically the idea that you should design your course lesson plans and so on to be as accessible as possible. As he was taking us through this workshop, I was struck by how much talk there was about this generation of students and how they struggle with focus and time management. And we were considering how do you design a classroom to meet them where they are, to meet them in a place where they're struggling with focus, but how do you also help them learn and improve their focus and time management skills as they go? This workshop got me thinking about all the ways that teaching has taught me about goal setting, about helping people focus, about teaching time management. So even though the courses that I teach at the university are very different than the subjects that I teach in this podcast I realized that there's a lot of things that teaching has taught me about goal setting and I wanted to share those with you today. So today I'm gonna share with you three things that teaching has taught me about goal setting and I hope that they can help you improve your own goal setting practices. Let's do this. Do you wanna feel less scattered and more focused but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGee. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals, playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Before I jump into things today, I just want to tell you all thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new here, hello, I'm so glad that you're here. This has been such an amazing experience and the longer I do this, the more that I've gotten to connect with my listeners and you all are amazing. And so I just wanted to take a moment and tell you thank you. I also want to ask you a quick favor. If you haven't left me a review, if you could do that for me, I would be absolutely tickled. It super helps me out to have these ratings and reviews. It's really important to me that this podcast remains free for you, that there aren't any advertisements. So if you could just take a moment, leave me a review, I would be so appreciative. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so I'm at this personal development workshop. And like I said, the topic of focus and time management for this generation of students just kept coming up. And I knew, I knew intuitively from working with my students, I knew from you know this podcast. So here I am at this professional development workshop. And Thomas Tobin is a speaker and he's leading this workshop. And as he does, he says that if you want to teach people, they need a reason to learn something, they need to see value in what they are learning and be able to connect it with other things, and they need to get feedback on if what they are learning is working. And as I was listening to this, I was nodding. I was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And because I I knew this through my own 20 years of teaching, but I also realized how important these three things are are to goal setting. So I wanted to talk about how each of these things can make you a goal setting powerhouse. (laughs) All right, so the first thing is, you need a reason for your goal. A really famous, a really popular book around this topic is the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek. This is a leadership book, but I think it really applies to goal setting as well. And he talks about why it is that people are inspired by a sense of purpose. And he makes the argument that when you're leading, when you're communicating to people, that you need to explain the why before you get into the how or the what. So when it comes to goal setting, it's really important that you understand not just what the goal is that you're setting, but that you have clarity on what the purpose of the goal is for you in your life, how it should enrich your life. So one of the ways that I really started practicing this is a few years ago, I would write out my goals and it would just be the what. So for example, I will exercise three times a week. By March 1st, I will exercise five times a week. I will wake up at 6 a.m. and read, reflect and plan. I will schedule a lunch or dinner date with at least one friend a month. All of these are examples of goals that I might set. And what I realized is that I really needed my why to be part of the goal that I set. And so I started writing a why statement alongside with my what statement. So this is how it transformed it. So for example, the first one I had written, I will exercise three times a week. By March 1st, I will exercise five times a week. I added, I love feeling strong and capable. Exercise helps me manage my anxiety. In terms of personal development goals, I had written, I will wake up and read at 6 a.m., reflect and plan. I added, this gives me important personal time and helps me relax into the day. So you need to have a reason for your goal. And you might think about even the way that you write your goal out so that it includes your why. I'm doing this because. The second thing is you need to connect with your why. You need to see the value in your goal and see how the skills you are developing with your goal are going to help you in other areas of your life. Are any of you all familiar with 75 hard? I feel like I could probably... do an entire episode on all of my feelings about this program because i have some feelings it is a mental toughness program where you do a series of things every day and you follow these really specific rules i think like you drink a gallon of water every single day you're supposed to spend an hour outside i think you read 10 pages a day but it's designed to be extremely challenging because it builds mental toughness so anyway I have loads of critiques of this program, mostly because some of the things that I encourage could be dangerous for certain people. I also feel like it is riddled with toxic masculinity. But like I said, that's a, another conversation in another episode. But I think Andy Frizella, the creator, I actually think he's a really interesting human. I do think that there are things that you can learn from him. One thing that I respect about this program And the people doing this program is that they realize that the program is not just about the activities they are doing it's not about doing push-ups in a violent storm because you committed to this thing and it requires you to spend an hour outside every day it is about the commitment to showing up and showing up committed in other areas of your life i became really fascinated with 75 hard in part because I was interested in this idea of how do you produce, how do you teach people to be mentally tough? I I like lurked on their Facebook groups for a really long time. I read his book, I've listened to his podcast and there's like so many things that actually kind of make me cringe as I read and I listened and I lurked. But at the same time, I really appreciated the way that 75 Hard was framed as a rehearsal for the tough stuff in your life, particularly the tough stuff that you don't choose. And so if you can think about your goals as more than just about that skill, if you can recognize how decluttering your home can also be a rehearsal for decluttering toxic people from your life, then you've really expanded the value and the work of that goal. You just made your why even more expansive. So exercise might be done because it makes me feel strong and capable and it helps me manage my anxiety, not just during those 30 to 60 minutes that working through the tough stuff transfers to other areas of my life. So you want to have a reason for your goal and then you wanna expand that reason. You wanna see how the things that you're doing in order to make that goal go expand to other areas of your life. The third thing that teaching taught me about goal setting is that you need feedback on whether something is or is not working. And the quicker the feedback loop, the better. So when you're trying new things out, we oftentimes want to know, is this working? Especially because it can be really hard at the beginning, especially as we're creating new habits. So for example, with weight loss, I know that it's really common for weight loss programs to be more intense at the beginning so that people can get quick results, feel like it's working, and then actually create something that's more sustainable for the long term. But that people, not only for motivation, but to also know that the things that they're doing work need to get some quick feedback. One of the reasons that I love having a planning practice that incorporates my goal setting work is because of the way in which it produces a feedback loop. So if each Friday during my weekly review and preview, I'm considering what worked, what didn't, what adjustments should I make? I'm creating a system so that I can pay attention to the feedback that I might be getting along the way and a system for figuring out what to do with that feedback. Now, feedback is tough. Right? I watch this with my students all the time. Maybe they don't have time to look at feedback. Maybe feedback feels like criticism. Maybe the feedback doesn't feel useful because they also don't have a plan or a reason for implementation. I want you to think about what is your history with feedback? Many of us have hurt points when it comes to feedback, and so we avoid it. And yet without feedback, we don't know if something's working. And we don't know what adjustments to make. So do a little bit of work to figure out what your relationship to feedback is and how can you make that a healthy one? How can you start recognizing the value of feedback and that it's worth your time to do things like planning, like weekly previews and reviews because that feedback is going to be so important to the decisions that you make going forward. Be gentle with yourself. Feedback should fuel you, not shut you down. Also, if you've really connected to your why, if you've really expanded all of the ways that working on this goal is going to improve your life, you're going to be more open to feedback because you're going to understand its value. It's also much easier to receive feedback when you have a clear plan for implementation. So that's why I think that combining planning and goal setting is so key goal setting is really about learning and growing and developing. And so it's not that strange that teaching has prepared me for goal setting. If you want to teach people, if you want to learn, if you want to grow, if you want to develop as a human, you need a reason to learn something, you need to see value, in what you're learning and connect it to other things. And you need to get feedback on if what you're learning is working. I wish for you a clear why, a razor sharp reason for your goal. I wish for you the ability to see how the skills that you're developing with your goal will help you in other areas of your life. And I wish for you a gentle relationship with feedback that you might recognize the way in which feedback can motivate you, inspire you, and help you make the adjustments that you need to be your best self. Go get them, friends. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan, Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.